What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bonilla Roundup. I'm your host, Marco Bonilla. And I'm your co-host, Boom. On today's episode of the Bonilla Roundup, me and Boom have a very exciting episode to bring to you guys today. We are going to be talking about our the latest news on the New York Giants and what has happened with them, um, new coaches that have just been hired, um, latest mock draft uh, predictions for this upcoming draft this year. Um, later on, we're going to get into the latest news around the NFL. Um, as much as you may know, Tom Brady, the GOAT, has retired from the NFL after 22 seasons. Yeah, sad, sad day. Even though, you know, you might not have been this fan, you got to respect the greatness at the end of the day because, to me, football is one of the hardest games to win a championship in. So it is. kudos to Tom. Oh, yeah. So um we've been watching him our whole life basically so yeah it'd be weird to see him out of of the league but we'll you know we'll dive into that um we're going to talk a little bit about jaguars hiring doug peterson as their new head coach what that means for trevor lawrence um patrick graham the guy who is the defensive coordinator for the giants at the moment we'll talk about him a little bit um and then we're going to give our our final pick of who we think is the mvp in the nfl tom brady or aaron Rodgers. i'm curious to see who you're going to pick but I think I know who it is. I'll have to look um, at stats. I, I have going them, Tom. I, I have them um, up on our on our notes, so you can always check those there. But um, oh, okay. Um, and then we're gonna transition into talking about the New York Knicks. Um, NBA trade deadline is approaching. The Knicks have there's, been there's actually a some there's a lot of different. We'll talk about. I want to talk about the Nets a little bit too, because there's some James Harden Ben Simmons trade talk brewing right now. So that's. Big, big thing to watch. So. Something to look into. Yeah, that we'll talk about that a little sure. bit. Um, so, yeah, the Knicks have been really disappointing this year. Um, so we'll definitely talk a little bit about them, what we think should happen with the team. I personally think they should just let go all their vets because, you know, they got all those young guys. They need some love. And then we're going to finish off the episode tonight with talking about the MLB lockout. Mm. Um, Wah. That is getting kind of sticky like with the situation there it's i was reading it a little bit about it today it's like the mlb and the mlb pa they don't know how to agree on things and now they're trying yeah. to get a third party involved it's a whole mess so. it's all about money man but we'll get into it all right so without further ado segment one our new york giants yeah 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 so if you guys listened to our episode last week we were talking about who we wanted the giants to get um, at head coach and you know normally like I'll check my phone throughout the podcast just to see like what's going on and neither of us checked and the Giants had hired Brian Dable as we were recording so yes, we couldn't so. bring that breaking news to you I feel like we should have but it's okay yeah we so, were we weren't paying attention to the old cell phone so right. that's our bad guys sorry right, about right. that so it's been about a week almost since the news has broke but we haven't been able to give you our reaction to it so I one word to describe it pumped that they got this guy i thought this was their guy so um i'm all in on him and their their uh interviews that they had this week looked really really encouraging so yeah they interviewed definitely a lot of the top candidates for head coaching jobs around the league so that's always encouraging when the uh pool is pretty good but i think dable is what we needed he's a offensive coordinator for the bills the last three or four years he worked under Belichick in New England, so he's a guy who's paid his dues. Blue Very collar, blue collar guy. Uh, he seems 
a lot more down to earth than Joe 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 Judge was. He's been joking around at the press conference and yeah, just a making, little more practical, yeah, right? So like, I think that he's gonna do do the Giants well. Honestly, I really do. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so you know a little bit about this guy, Brian Dable. <clears throat> he's led the Bills to top to two top five offenses this past two years, and has been a very big part in the development of Josh Allen, who's the quarterback in Buffalo right now. And if you guys have been watching the playoffs at all this year, Josh Allen was nothing short of excellent. He had an amazing, amazing postseason, and he got knocked out by a really good team in Kansas City. But um, really excited, fresh new ideas being brought in. Um, they're starting to put the coaching staff together. I'm really excited to see what's happening. They, um, As of yesterday, the Giants just hired their offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka. He comes from Kansas City. Uh, he was a quarterback coach there and the passing game coordinator the past two seasons. So he's also a guy that knows a little bit about this modernized offense, how to really involve everybody. And you know what I'm interested to see? This guy did a really good job with Tyree Kill, right? Yeah. Would you say we have our own Tyree Kill and Kendarius Tony? I mean, he's not as fast, but he's like... It's hard to explain. He's he's quick though. He's not as fast as Tyree Kill, so right, I don't know but, if we'd be able to use him that exact way. But he's definitely as shifty to me. He's right. more like a he's like a more athletic, maybe Wes Welker, Julian yeah. Edelman, like that kind of guy. I think right, they're gonna. Right, right, right. I think they're gonna end up moving on from Sterling Shepard and kind of. Yeah, he's in, he's on his contract here. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're gonna eat get rid of that dead money and then go with him. I mean, they basically play the same kind of position. I do like Sterling Shepard, but he just can't stay healthy. So that yeah, is no, what for it is. Sure. I mean, I, 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 the only reason why I asked that is because I see this guy and the, what he did in Kansas city. And I think he can implement some sort of system with Kadarius Tony and using him kind of like Tyree kill in a sense, because of how fast and explosive Tyree kill or yeah. Kadarius Tony is. They got to fix the whole line, though. I mean, oh, yeah. nothing's going to work. In and theory, all the play, the play calling and all that, you change it. It's all good and well. But if Daniel Jones yeah. don't got no time, then we ain't going to yeah. do well. But, you know, signs are pointing to um, their offense being more modernized and getting Daniel Jones the help he deserves because, I mean, the owner said it best. We have the Giants had done everything wrong since he's been there as far as getting him help and surrounding him with the, the right pieces. So, um, definitely exciting. Um, Patrick Graham at defensive coordinator is still up in the air. He's um, actually just interviewed, I want to say today or yesterday, with the Las Vegas Raiders for their defensive coordinator position. So I don't know. I want him to stay, I, but I don't know. He has connections to both. He has connections to both coaches. I mean, he has connections to McDaniel's from New England and Dable from New England. So they're all there together at so, one point. Right, McDaniel's just became the head coach. Yes, he's the head coach for the Raiders. Correct. That's so big. It makes it makes sense on why they would try and bring him in. Hopefully, we if we have to offer him more money, New York Giants, John Mayer, Steve Tisch, go do that, please, right now. Because I know I don't think we I think we got to keep him. I mean, he, I think he's a pretty good DC. He made he made uh, <laughs> trying to keep it PG, so I can't say what I wanted to say, but. He made a bad situation with bad players into at the best of his ability. You know what yeah. I'm saying? No, I think he did. So with as, no pass rush and eh, corners this year, corner play was bad after Bradbury had a good year. So 
I think no. we should keep him. I, I agree. Um, I'm I'm hoping and banking that he stays with us. But again, um, I don't know really what's going to happen in the next couple weeks. But we'll have a probably decision if I had to guess probably tomorrow or or Sunday. So definitely interesting. Um, Giants are making some moves right now at yeah. the coaching position. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about something that's like on the ugly side. You want to let's involving them. Let's talk about the mock draft first. So because that'll be quicker than that. And okay. then do yeah. the floor as last. Okay, that would be good. a little longer. So, the Giants, as of well, I lo- I read the CBS mock draft today, and I'm looking at who they are projected to get. And the Giants have two top ten picks, as some of you may know. They number are five and number seven. They are projected at number five to go with Mississippi State offensive tackle or O lineman Charles Cross. Your reaction yeah. is. Uh, I feel like the mock drafts you can't really look at. I feel like you have to look at the pool of players. You got Evan Neal from Alabama. He's right now probably ra- rated the top offensive uh, tackle in the draft. And then there's another guy. He's from he, he, uh, something yes. from NC State, right? Yes, him. He's the second-ranked one. So, I mean, I feel like either or you can't miss or you get the O-lineman from uh, Linderbaum from Iowa who's a center or a guard. And then, honestly, if uh, I think you got to go for a D lineman if you have the chance, you know, or or and corner or secondary. If not two O linemen, you know, it's it's really tough to say because you never know who teams are going to draft. And they every year there's always a shocking pick that changes the whole draft for at least a couple at, picks. At, you know? at least the top ten, yeah. yeah there's definitely so, going to be a pick. So the Giants have the Jets ahead of them, the Texans, the Jaguars, and the Lions. So yeah, so a lot teams of teams, yeah, all those teams, ways, yeah, all those right? teams have been projected D linemen, O linemen. Some of them have been projected quarterbacks, like the Lions have been projected different quarterbacks and stuff. So you really never know what's going to happen. I'm just hoping that we either get the O linemen from Alabama or NC State. And from what I've gathered and all the information, they seem like yeah, the top like guys. The guys right. I mean, the dude from Alabama is 6'7", 330. So who wouldn't want that mammoth of a man? You know what I'm He's saying? He's a refrigerator. Blocking. Yeah, so those yeah. are – if you can get one of those D linemen, honestly, if I could have my choice of like who I want, I want the D linemen from Oregon. It's probably not going to happen. Something. Yeah, Thibodeau. Yeah. yeah. It's not looking like he'll probably drop that far, but I think that he would be my favorite choice because I think you'll be able to get a good O lineman at the seventh pick too. Right, and so, I don't, a lot of mock drafts that I've been seeing are showing that guy uh, on Thibodeau going no no uh, shorter than fourth pick. Yes, like he's not so, going to fall past then. But with the seventh pick, the Giants are projected George Carliffs who is Purdue. the DN from Purdue. Yeah. And I don't really know much about him. Me neither. I don't really I've know heard, much. I've heard he's pretty decent, and he has the ability to rush the passer by himself, and he's he's really good. But, um, let, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. Like, the uh, the mock drafts really don't mean much. Yeah, they really the, don't. The pool, are, the pool of players are so big that the Giants are going to go with the guy they like. Not the guy yeah, that and might be the most highest rated or, you know, the guy that is a little there, bit different than everybody else. There's not really a clear cut, gotta have this guy coming out the draft this year like there's been in the last few previous years. Right, right. But there's a so, big pool of offensive linemen that are coming that out are of good. the draft yeah. that are pretty good. You know who I really would like for the Giants to take with either of these pick? 
picks is safety Notre Dame from Ky- uh, Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. Thing he is, man, is, is, is it, if if you do that, does that mean you're trading Peppers? Is Peppers gone? He's gone, I think right? So yeah, you're definitely getting rid of Peppers because there's because, no need to have another safety on the team. Yeah. If you do that, then sure, but because Xavier McKinney's nice, so he's got to yeah. play. And Logan Ryan, you can keep him because he can play corner and safety. Well, so. Yeah, that's the thing. The Giants so. will be able to scheme it. Like yeah. their scheme on defense will work in a way to have kid, uh, Xavier McKinney and Logan. So that that works if you trade Peppers, but I mean, it doesn't really this, work if you keep them. No, this kid, Kyle Hamilton, he's a bigger, faster, stronger version of Julius Peppers. His tape is is phenomenal. He's like Jabril. six six, or sorry, Jabril. He is like six six two something. He's a really really really. He's like Cam Chancellor. I want to. I, I he's more like uh um no what's his name uh. The guy on uh, Cardinals, Isaiah Simmons, who who converted from safety to linebacker. Yeah, he's got that type of body and build that he can play in the box, and he can also come out from from the safety position and get some. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about Simmons. He's kind of a video game player. He's not really as good in real life oh, as he know. is in oh, the video we know. game. <laughs> <laughs> we are avid Madden. Uh, we play Madden a lot, so I know he's he's nasty, but um. That's that's the latest first round mock draft. Um, like you said, it's too early to say where the Giants are really going to go. Um, I I think yesterday or this week was a Senior Bowl for for the college players, so it was a chance for NFL scouts to get an up close look of you know some guys that don't really have the biggest name and are trying to make a name for themselves. So definitely uh, interesting to see the process. It, is free agency before the draft? Yes. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, that's going to change of, a lot too. You it's know? one of like the only sports where free agency is before the draft. Yeah, which like, it should be because like NBA, MLB, they always do free agency after the draft. Or well, yeah. MLB is a little different, but NBA they they do free agency after the season's over, right? So yeah. it's a little different, but um, yeah. So I'm uh, I'm curious to see which way they go. Um, new head coach, new offensive coordinator, a lot of things happening all at once. Um, honestly, they just need to get this bad mojo out of the out of the organization. This is probably bad. Been, this has probably been one of the worst stretches in New York Giants franchise history, um, and they've been around for a long time. But let's turn a little bit. Let's turn our our focus to some ugly news that is involving the Giants. So a head coach candidate for the New York Giants, Brian Flores, who some of you may know, was the ex-Dolphins head coach who just got fired after the season. And it caught a lot of people off guard, but he was <clears throat> he had a couple of interviews scheduled in the NFL with the New York Giants and the I want to say it was the Denver Broncos. That might have been the other team. No, it wasn't the Broncos this year. The The Broncos, part of the lawsuit is from two years ago. But this year he's interviewed for the Saints and the Texans and the Giants. Okay, so with that being said, Brian Flores was in the mix for the Giants head coaching position. This report came out after during the week when after Brian Dable had been hired. Um, he filed a lawsuit against the NFL, the Giants, the Broncos, and the Dolphins. And he's accusing them of racial discrimination. And he's um, he claims that Bill Belichick, who is the head coach for the New England Patriots, that he got the job for the Giants. He was congratulating him. And Bill Bill or Brian Flores is like, 
what are you talking about, man? I, I haven't had the interview yet. And Bill Belichick is like, oh, crap. I kind of spilled the beans. You should get the job, but I don't really know. So definitely fishy. Um, yeah. It's I crazy. Mean, I'm it's only going to say one other thing, and then I'll give you the floor. The Giants came out with a statement defending their stance on the whole situation, and they kind of like were saying like it's a total – it's a bunch of baloney. It didn't really happen that way. And then they even gave a timeline of the interview that happened with Brian Flores and what transpired. So the, the text messages came out on like, I don't know, I want to say Wednesday of two weeks ago. And then Brian Flores had the interview the next day. So, and then Brian Dable hadn't even been interviewed yet in person. So it was a whole, whole bunch of things being played into it, but not a good look kind of crazy don't really know what's going to happen yeah i mean honestly it's a really touchy touchy subject i feel like the rooney rule was placed in good faith but i mean the nfl teams honestly abuse it there's only one african-american coach in the nfl out of all 32 teams so yeah they have to interview them but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to get hired True. But I will say, as far as coordinators and stuff, those numbers are definitely a lot higher than they used to be. But, I mean, in this whole situation, it's just a tough situation because, for one, Bill Belichick isn't a part of the Giants organization at all. So it's all he is saying is something he heard from someone else who heard, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot right. of he Word said, of she said. Word of mouth, right? So, I mean, he messed up apparently texting the wrong Brian in his phone, Brian Flores, instead of Brian Dable. and. Maybe it was a calculated move. Maybe it wasn't only uh, Bill Belichick knows. I've heard some conspiracy theorists that he did it on purpose because he knows like it's an issue in the NFL and that he knew that Brian would react this way and he wanted to stick it to uh, Goodell because you know Belichick and right. Roger Goodell yeah. kind of have a beef. Their so, relationship I mean, is on You us. never know what that was like. But, I mean, as far as the Giants' timeline, they – pretty much laid it all out. I mean, they didn't officially offer Brian Dable until after Brian Flores' interview. interview, right. So I feel like as far as getting in trouble, we didn't break the Rooney rule, but we probably were just stupid and didn't keep it in good faith as far as if Brian Dable was the favorite of keeping it hush-hush. Right. So, I mean, because you're allowed, I mean, any job, hiring process is going to have favorite interview you know what i'm saying hopefully yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. it's not based off of any color of skin or anything like that but the nfl is proven to be a little bit insensitive as far as all the other leagues when it comes to diversity for so sure they have, they have issue with that but yeah. i feel like it just comes down to brian dable got hired because he had a prior relationship with the new gm we uh, hired Right. I mean, it's reported that John Mayer called Brian Flores personally before we hired a GM and told him that you're one of our lead candidates. And I really do think the Giants had genuine interest in them. And I feel yeah, like for sure. once, they, once they hired this new GM, he went with who he felt comfortable with. And I don't mean that as a, as far as race. I mean that as far as working with, you know, I mean, they right. both building, are familiar. Building a yeah, they, they're both familiar with each other and how they work. And they probably share the same vision because he was the assistant GM and he was the offensive coordinator. So I'm sure they worked had closely, a lot of right? conversations and worked close together. So I feel like 
Also, the Giants needed an offensive coach. Like the, that's the worst offensive I've, I've ever seen in my life. One of them. Everyone scored points this year. Even the Lions. Even the Jaguars. And no, they have worse. And they have worse records than we do. We could not score points. And one thing about Brian Flores, if it's true or if it's not, you don't know. I guess now with the whole lawsuit coming out, he's also suing the Dolphins. So reportedly, the co- uh, owner was offering him a hundred k per loss to lose on purpose. So I mean, is is all the slander on his name about him being bad at offense because of the owner now? Like that's why it's hard for me because at first my stance was with Flores, like all right, he was definitely one of both of our favorite candidates. We were both yeah, Brian Dable, Brian Flores, whoever right. they hired. I wouldn't have been mad. At. I would have been happy with both coaches. But my one thing is all the reports about Brian Flores being bad with the offense and Mike Dzeki and this and that. So it's like if he's willing to pr- pay Brian Flores to lose games on purpose, you don't think he'd be willing to pay Mike Dzeki to say something about him. You know what I'm saying? So now it makes me question everything. Like, is he really terrible with offense? So I definitely think that the NFL is going to have to do some refining job refining of this yeah. rule, maybe incentify teams. You know what I'm saying? Bonuses, yeah. maybe bonus draft picks. I don't think they need any money or anything like that. Or bonus cap space. You know what I'm saying? They need to do something to to really get it to all these old men who are owners, who are rich billionaires that, like, guys, like, you got to change what you're doing because, quite frankly, it ain't right. And it's just not a good representation of what the NFL should be based off yeah. of all the players. No, true. You know, it's definitely – it's definitely an interesting subject. I feel like the NFL has a lot of issues with we've all known this for a long yeah. time. Oh yeah. So I sure. feel like they're gonna have to try and change something. I think that one of the biggest things that maybe would affect it too is maybe focus it more to GMs and ownership. Maybe get some more minority owners make you know, because uh I think that if this uh lawsuit is true, this dude should sell the team. For the Miami yeah. Dolphins. I mean, that is you know a I'm really, saying? really bad look for And then and maybe force maybe force them to have a minority owner. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it starts with that. I feel like they gotta shake something up or ruffle some of these old guys' feathers and let them know, like, hey, I know like this is how you grew up and it ain't right and, and you can't be stuck in your ways even though you wanna be. You can't. It's it's no, not the no, time. I agree with you. You I know really those do. Those unfortunate times are over. Like it was a terrible time. It was never should have happened, and all that whole time period. And it sucks that it's still affecting today's the world. But yeah, no, it's reality. it's crazy. So, the NFL definitely does have a problem with with their with the racial um, coaching and stuff. But you know, I think that like something like this coming out in a way is going to help. You know, just. I mean, I yeah, know I think, Brian I think, Brian Flores is is risking his his coaching career because he, yeah. he might never coach again, but he's he's sticking himself out there to let it be known. Like it's there's it's something a, going on. And it's an open lawsuit. Great. It's an open lawsuit. So I think his his hope is that other coaches are going to join in because with open a lawsuits, it's going to allow more coaches if more coaches come out they're all going to be on this lawsuit together right. yeah so you already have you jackson coming out who said the browns paid him to lose games which right. another another black yeah head so coach. i mean 
Obviously, the NFL is not going to want to talk about any of this because their grandbaby is coming up in a couple weeks, the Super Bowl. So oh, yeah. They're trying they're to not, put this on they're, the Yeah, they're trying to put this after. until after. Yeah, exactly. Until after. So it's going to be tough. I mean, I think it's crazy that they came out instantly with a statement saying that it's not true and this and that. The NFL did, like, yeah, instantly yeah, yeah. saying, like, disregarding it. And it was literally, like, a couple hours later, it's like no one even did any investigating. You guys are just coming out and saying it's absolutely false, which is, I mean, it's not really surprising with the NFL, honestly. But yeah, I no, think it's, that it's crazy, bro. I feel like Brian Flores is like an upset girlfriend who's mad and is ready to scorn the world, and maybe he deserves it. You know, if it, if that really was what happened part of the process and he does deserve it all he does you know it's it's messed up it's a messed up reality and it's unfortunate hopefully as we progress and we become older and yeah things will change things will change for sure yeah um i i think you know things like these have things like this has to happen though in order for change you know the more you just say quiet and silent the, the more things are just kind of going to keep going down that path. There's, I mean, we both know there's no reason why some of these offensive coaches or, or defensive coaches shouldn't be head coaches in the NFL, right? Yeah. Eric Bieniemy is a guy that comes to mind right away. There's no reason why he shouldn't be a head coach in the league. He has been a offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs for I don't even know how many years now, but he has he's proven that he knows what it takes to win. He's been on winning cultures. So – We'll see where it what, what happens, but I know yeah, that so I, I this I, is the reason why people don't like watching the NFL. And it's, I honestly, I, don't blame them. I honestly doubt the Broncos or Giants get in trouble for breaking the Rooney Rule because there's honestly, unless there's text messages, there's not really well, yeah, any proof. I mean, and I mean, right. the, with the, the whole dumb. Broncos thing, he was saying that they were hungover and this and that, and I mean. Elway already came out and said that they were busy. They just were traveling, you know, so he's tired. He's not hungover, which, I mean, if anyone's traveled around working and having to go to work early in the morning, you're definitely going to be tired. So, yeah, I think that it's just tough to prove. I mean, if they have the receipts, then we'll see. I'm hoping that it sucks to say, but as a fan, I'm hoping the Giants don't lose any draft picks or anything like that. If if they get fined, I don't care about that. It's their money. They can um, get over that, but. I don't think they have enough evidence yet. Like if yeah. somebody was to come out and really expose something that happened within the Giants organization, but from what Brian Flores has stated, um, he's think, going on ESPN. His right, lawyers are making right, their right, rounds. They're, I I don't know. Yeah, I, I so think he's I, definitely I making really waves. Know. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Time will tell how it plays out. Honestly, like you said, I doubt he'll get another head coaching job anytime soon. At least until this is over, because. Well, uh, well, there's no, there's not there's any organizations no that, that's going to want to bring yeah. him on with this looming over his head. So yeah. kind of the same thing with like a guy like Deshaun Watson. He's not playing until something gets figured out. Figured out. Lawsuit, yeah. Right. So time will tell, bro. But we definitely want to talk a little bit about that because that was some definitely crazy news in the NFL. Um, n- not necessarily some good news, but definitely something to talk about. So in some good news now. The GOAT, Tom Brady, it has retired from the NFL after 22 seasons. Like we were talking about in the beginning of the episode, he has been a quarterback in the NFL my entire life. This yeah, is you were I one, know. you were, uh, I mean, 22-year career. I'm How old are you? Year, I'm 23. So yes, I was one so year old before Tom was, Brady was in the league. He was No, he was in the league. I think he was, no, yeah, one year old. 
I was yep. six. So. so this guy has been at the top of his game his entire career. Um, I mean, just throwing out what he finished for stats, he finished with 84,520 yards passing, 624 touchdowns, and 203 interceptions. But that's that doesn't really matter. He has so many um, – records that he holds he holds most super bowl titles most games won by a player most games played as a quarterback most touchdown passes um he's got the most postseason wins this man has done it all and he went out on top because he definitely could have played another year yeah um, i know a lot of arguably the mvp this year definitely definitely could argue that but he is a guy that um will be unanimous Hall of Famer and will probably go down as the greatest player to ever play the game of football. Um, I mean, when I was a kid, I hated him. I'm not going to lie because how good he was and how much he was winning. But the older I got, I really started to appreciate his game and how much he really meant to the NFL. Um, Especially once he left the Patriots. Oh, well, yeah. That, I mean, <laughs> I'm just playing, but. No, when that happened, you know, it was it was kind of like one of those moments like, wow, now the Patriots fans are going to really know what it's like to not be so spoiled. Bro, they have had an amazing 22 run, years. Yeah. Basically, with one guy. Like, it's so unheard of. And I'm sure in the moment, you don't really think about it too much because it's like, oh, we're just going to keep winning. And that's what they did. But. Tom Brady, he's gone now. He's out the league, and he's he's the he's the one of the last guys from this class that we grew up on with Eli Manning, um, Brady, Big Ben, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Philip Rivers, Peyton Manning. Um, those are like some of the really big names that we grew up watching that changed the game forever. Like, um, definitely, definitely gonna be missed. A lot of people are like sad i mean i know where i live up here in mass people were pretty disappointed that he's done but happy at the same time and a lot of people were pissed at his initial retirement video because he did not once mention the patriots and it was quite funny reading all of the comments about how he forgot about them but then i think i was was trolling i was trolling on twitter i was trolling I think maybe twelve. All hours their fans later were crying. So, he he made a nice post about them thanking them and all that. So that was really really funny. But yeah, I he's, mean he's gone, man. And you know, if anything be- they should be thanking him. So all oh, the fans yeah. who got upset, there's like Dave Portnoy was all upset on Twitter, and all these other guys were upset on Twitter that he didn't thank them. No, you you should they're be gonna, thanking him. <laughs> you don't realize how lucky you were. To have the greatest quarterback ever. I remember his first season when the Raiders won. I mean, when they beat the Raiders in the snow on that Adam Vinatieri kick. I was watching it with Grandpa Raj, and my mouth just dropped to the floor when Adam Vinatieri made that kick. And then in the Super Bowl, they did it again. History. Yeah, and ever since then, Tom was always just that thorn in my side that would always they would always win every year. And I I hated them because we grew up in New England, obviously, and. And you know what's crazy? All the fans. So, I mean. The NFL is a sport where guys' longevity is always at a very, very short term, right? It is one of – it is probably one of the hardest sports in the whole world to be successful at. You need to – Especially for 22 years. It's not just Tom Brady. If he didn't have all those players on his team, defense and offense, he wouldn't be where he is, right? This is is a team game, and he has embodied that. And, like, he has just made his whole career about winning. So – he deserves it. Um, you know, it's going to be weird next year with him out of the league. 
Tampa Bay now is it's in the an search official for a young gun league now. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the it's last one. He's one of the last ones, right? I think yeah. he's the last one. He's the last one. I think Russell that Wilson's like a, Wilson, but not really. He's like a di- he's a little later. He's not he's really that later. He's not Rogers, that generation. R- Aaron Rodgers is like he's kind of is than him. He's kind of is, but he's kind of not either. He's kind of in between. Rodgers got drafted in what 2004, 2005. Yeah. Russell Wilson didn't come out of the scene until the 2010s. So, oh yeah, yeah. So he, Aaron Rodgers is, still is on that the last pass one. of uh, of aging like fine wine because now it's going to be totally different. And God, I wish Eli aged like fine wine. Listen, he just you, sucked once he got older. We 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 were spoiled. <laughs> you can't lie. I know, we, I know, we got but... two Super Bowls out of him in you know in those seasons when the Giants won. We were probably like scratching our head like what like this team won it all but they believed and they bought in and they did it so um definitely crazy i know a lot of people are are happy crying tears of joy that he's gone uh i'm happy that he went out on top because you know he easily could have played another year or two and really just kind of crashed and played until his arm basically fell off but and not for nothing tom always said i'm only gonna quit until i once i suck maybe he takes it Maybe he takes a year off and comes back somewhere else. Who no knows? Nah, he's, all, know. he's all about family now, bro. Maybe family. maybe he takes a couple months off and he pulls a Brett Favre. Brett Favre retired damn near three times. I mean, so to me, Brady's, Brady's coming back in. Uh, to me, in to me, <laughs> to me, Brady is that Michael Jordan type where like he would do he, it. He lives for the. He lives for it. He yeah. loves it. That's his life. Like that. And and Tom, he's a little crazy. He likes. He he likes that he's the goat. I feel like he he secretly loves that shit, oh and he gosh. wants to. He wants to just make it up the the stick further and further. So he's one yeah. person I wouldn't put it past. Who I maybe mean, maybe, maybe he comes back. Maybe maybe definitely definitely. What would be what would be a better feat than to go to the 49ers, a team where Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't win and you win? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I heard I think I heard some reports, not sure if it's true, that um Tom Brady would sign a one year deal with the Patriots to end his career there. So I'm not sure if that's gonna happen. I would be highly upset. Maybe. If he was on that if he was on if he was because if he was on their team last year, they might be in the Super Bowl this weekend. Oh, they would. They they, they they they, 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 they might have been they might have been in the Super Bowl. They would have went to the AFC Championship game, no yeah. doubt. That because their defense is nasty, and with Tom Brady, that whole dink and dunk shit, that's out the window. They they going down the field, and you never know what other offensive guys are there if Tom's there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because Tom Tom's gonna attract those other guys. So Antonio yeah. Brown might not have went off the deep end in New England. You know, because think about it, he's at home in Florida. That's where he's from. Yeah, so I'm sure saw, uh, you know. I'm sure that wasn't good for AB either. I, so. I did watch a video. I want to say two days ago, after the report of him officially retiring, he was throwing um, uh, a football off of his yacht in Florida to David Beckham's son, yeah. who was in the water on a jet ski. So he clearly is living his life down there yeah. in Florida and enjoying I, it. I, and like I said, gonna be a, he's going to be a uh, uh, you know doing his thing. As like I said. Now. He has that type of competitor in him. He's the one guy. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back just based off the fact that he's arguably the MVP this year. Oh yeah. Like, okay. That, like like I said, he always says he said it when I so, suck. That's when I'll retire. So let's transition into that. 
Who is your MVP? Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. I have to look at the stats. Hold on. So Tom you give me you give me you give me yours first. I'm gonna go with Aaron Rodgers. Um, he Aaron Rodgers has thrown for four thousand one hundred fifteen yards. That's tenth. He's tied for fourth with thirty seven touchdowns. He's first in the NFL with only four interceptions, and he's first in total QBR with sixty nine point two. So those are four stats that are jumping out off the page when it comes to being MVP. Um, I think it's a race between him and Brady. You are smoking crack. Looking at the stats, Brady threw for 5,300 yards, Marco. He almost threw for it. He threw for 1,000 more yards than he, he did. He did. He did, but he – and he did have more touchdowns. Come on. Brady is the MVP, bro. He's 44, and he went crazy. Yeah, who cares about if he threw a couple more interceptions? We got to watch him. Did the receiver drop the ball? What happened? Was it his fault with Brady? He probably he makes some bad throws I sometimes. I might change my pick. Yeah. <laughs> bro. You're crazy. You ain't look at the stats. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers had a well, great year. I looked, but I, I didn't really look at Tom Brady's that much. Tom Brady threw for 5,300 yards. People, he was forty something, forty four. He's forty four. Yeah, I think I think I'd have to agree with you. He's Sorry. the MVP. They have Brady, to I give it to him, and he's retiring. He's definitely going to win. He's retiring, yeah. so it, it's. I mean, that would be his fourth. Even MVP. the stats. I mean, yeah, Aaron Rodgers got the one seed, but Brady was the two seed. So, and they both went out kind of at the same time. They both yeah. lost in the same round. Same round, uh, and Aaron Rodgers looked a lot worse. And Tom Brady almost let a comeback. He was about – his defense didn't shit the bed. If they get the ball in overtime, they probably win that game. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so so there's a big difference on how they played. Also, Aaron Rodgers seems to choke every playoffs. He got that one Super Bowl early in his career. Basically still Brett Favre team with Jordy Nelson and all these other Donald guys. Driver, all those Donald guys. Driver. Yeah, those are former all Brett Favre teammates. So, yeah, Aaron Rodgers – Aaron Rodgers, to me, is like Peyton Manning. He's a big stack guy in the regular season, but in the playoffs, yeah. Peyton Manning also had to face Tom Brady every year, though. Yeah, but. Aaron Rodgers be losing to guys like Jimmy Garoppolo and Eli Manning. (laughs) Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch how you put Eli's name in there. He's a top 10 in every QB statistic. I know, I know. I'm just just joking. But, um. (laughs) Yeah, I think Brady is obviously the clear-cut MVP. I mean, they might spin it because the Packers were the one seed, but they both lost in the same round, so it definitely shouldn't yeah. be Aaron Rodgers. Um, in other news, Jaguars go out and hire Doug Peterson for head coach. I like this move for the Jaguars. Um, I thought it was kind of a bad idea getting Urban Meyer in there. I didn't really like his like what he brought with Trevor Lawrence because – Urban Meyer hasn't coached in deck uh, so long in the NFL. I don't even know if he's ever had a coach. Yeah, it's different. It's different coaching grown men than kids that you're basically. You know, these guys, you're the law. Alive. You're the law in college. Right. You know, if this you is, want a kid is, gone, he's gone. In the right. NFL, eh, it don't work. If like the that. GM says he's staying, he's staying. He's it, staying. It, right. So, anyways, Doug Peterson, ex Philadelphia head coach, won a Super Bowl on the Philly special. For those of you who might not remember that. He's going to, I think, do a really good job with Trevor Lawrence in his development. Um, you saw Suppo- what he did. You saw what he did with Carson Wentz. Supposedly. Out in Philly. Out in Philly so. Supposedly the lead candidate was Byron Leftwich, but he he 
didn't want it, and he he withdrew his his name. Yeah, yeah. I saw that as well. Um, but yeah, definitely big news for them. Um, hopefully they can turn it around. They have another top top three pick in the in the draft this year. So I mean, hopefully they don't draft I'm, an old lineman. I I'm rooting for Trevor Lawrence, bro. I, I like him. I, I I never really hated him. I, I thought he was really good coming out of college. Screw the but... Jaguars. I'm room for the Giants. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm not room for nobody else. I'm I, when I say I'm rooting for him, I mean I want him to have a good career. Who cares not, about his career? Not, not better than Daniel Jones' career. I want Daniel Jones to have a good career. That's who is going to be our quarterback. I don't care about Trevor Lawrence. He can throw 20 interceptions next year for all I care. <laughs> oh man, he's a millionaire already. He'll be all right. I know he's he's chilling, but uh, that's uh that's all I kind of really saw that stood out to me this week in head football in, in football. Yeah, um, let's turn Talk our attention to our Knicker, quick NBA the, rumors. The New York Knicks. Yeah, the NBA trade deadline is next Thursday coming up. Yes. So hopefully after we record our next uh, episode, maybe next Friday, hopefully Julius Randle's ass is traded somewhere. I don't know where. Hopefully he's gone. He's been rumored in some trades, De'Aaron Fox, some uh, some other different trades. What was the other one I seen? There was just one other one. Wait, who who was it? Say say that say his name again. Uh, De'Aaron Fox was one, but the Knicks. Hold on. I don't remember who who they were supposed to be out there to get, but Kemba Walker, he's on the block. Taj Gibson's another name. Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel, Julius Randle. Those are all some of the big names that are in that are on the Knicks that are going to be in the market. I honestly think with the situation with the Knicks right now, they have a lot of young talent on their team, um, and they need to get those guys more minutes. And I think a lot of people are saying the same stuff. Um, Quentin Grimes, um, Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly, um, Cam Reddish, who they just got from Atlanta. Those guys need more minutes. Stop giving those minutes to bums that have been in the league for a while. We need to see what we got on our team and go from there because this is definitely a down year for the Knicks. They have been underperforming. They're currently the 12th seed in the um, standings right now in the East. Not oh yeah, that's no, that's the, who it was. Yeah, it's so they might trade them for De'Aaron Fox right. from the Kings. So the Knicks are sitting at twenty four and twenty eight right now, and they just got spanked against the Grizzlies. Who the Grizzlies have John Morant, and not for nothing. If we had the second pick and we had John Morant, we'd probably be a really really good team. But the Knicks just, struggle finding point guards. I can't remember a time in my life that the Knicks have had a solid legit point guard to run that offense. They so, they never they never have in your lifetime or mine. Ever. But but so do you think this is a deal a big deal or not? Julius Randle no longer follows the New York Knicks on Instagram. I think do it's you a think- big deal to us as fans because this is like what we do. This is what we do. We talk about shit like oh, excuse my French. I think it's a big deal because we talk about stuff like that. So um he's definitely, you know, kinda like might be leaving and getting traded. We'll see. It seems like it because I mean, why? Why would you want to follow the Knicks organization? They're not the ones who talk shit to him. It's us as the fans. You know what I'm saying? So 
they don't he's have mad. anything. Yeah, they don't he's have mad. anything to do with it. So he's mad right now. So he's just done. I'm hoping that they get him out of here. Send him to Sacramento. He can't handle the pressure of the fans, man. His he can't. body language just explains to me how much yeah. of a player he is on the court. He just is always complaining, always moping around. He's having a tough time finding his offense. And I think he's not getting along with Thibodeau either. I think there's some there's some clashing going on there. All NBA with no fans. Thing. All NBA with no fans. Terrible with fans. Also, was he all NBA when Thibodeau was the coach or no? Thibodeau was the coach last year, yeah. yeah. So. so, exactly. So, no excuse, I feel no, like. none at all. You're a professional athlete yeah, in the I NBA, think... and you've been able to revive your career because you were on two teams that you had opportunities, and then the Knicks come in and give you a chance, and you have one good year, and now they go and pay you like whatever they paid you, and then now you stink, bro. So, yeah. at the end of the day, the Knicks have a lot of role players on their team, and they're not going to be a contender or, like, competitive in the playoffs until they get a superstar until they get a superstar i need to say that again yeah rj barrett is a role player to a superstar he is not a superstar (laughs) john Morant is a superstar that guy right there can give you every night a consistent 25 a game no problem he he is a solid solid guy what the knicks have in rj barrett he is a really really good defensive guy he's starting to turn the corner and become a really good nba wing right i think he's in the young month of- though so i think no he no no, no. I, th- I think so but i'm saying right now he yeah. is is developing his game is getting better and better he came into the league as a 19 year old he's 22 right now he's a baby still but yeah. what i'm saying is right now he is not a superstar and i think this is why i think the knicks need to just pump the brakes on like blowing it all up just to go trade for a guy right now I, I mean, I don't think that we would have to blow it up for De'Aaron Fox, though, because they really want Julius Randle, too. I, I, I think, I, so. I mean, I see where you're coming from, but I think they're going to have to give up something, right? They, I think, I mean, quickly I think, might have to be in that, don't you think, for De'Aaron Fox? He can Fox? go. He can go. You know we get De'Aaron Fox quickly can go. If we're getting rid of Julius Randle, he can go. That's fine. You, you. I think we should try and, like you said, get rid of a lot of these vets, and Obi Toppin needs to play more, and – even Grimes, and then we have the yeah. other dude in the in Cam the, Reddish. Yeah, he, no, we another have another. Guy. We have another guy who's good, who's like on our G League team, who they should probably call out. He's oh, like a guard. Oh, um, oh, his name's drawing a blank. Oh, yeah, I don't remember I his forgot, name but, either. But yeah, they have a lot of good young talent. Um, and it's just not really working out with the roster. Um, Evan Fournier, you know, he's a good, solid player, but. He's not a. He's not a good. He's not someone we need because we're not going to win a championship. He needs no, to go somewhere. Good, yeah, he's a. He, he'd be good on a contender. Yeah, exactly. Because he needs to go he, somewhere where they're close to contending because he's he'll hit some he shots can, and he plays he all right defense. His, he can create his own shot, and yeah. he can have nights where he can go for thirty, right? But like on a consistent every night basis, he's not that guy. And you know, he's again, not that guy. <laughs> you're not that guy, Val. And again, the Knicks, you know. We're we're just so used to bad basketball that like when we get a taste of good basketball, it's like oh my gosh, we need to sell everything now because we don't know how long this window is. But I'm, I'm I believe in Leon Rose, the GM, and I believe with what they have going on. So I'm not really trying to jump ship too fast and get rid of their assets. They have a boatload of first round picks. They have they have a lot of young talent, and they have some veterans who can go and help contender teams. So. I don't think they need to go and reach for Russell Westbrook. What is he going to do for us? 
Yeah, but what is Russell Westbrook gonna do for the, the reports Knicks? were giving up Kemba, Fournier, and some other old guy. So if we get him for that, then it's kind of worth it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I just don't want them to like panic and and do a trade. Like, don't yeah. do that. Like, if 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 that's the case, seems like happens. our new our new president and GM are a lot better than our old ones, oh, though. Yeah. So well, I have faith in them. You know what it is? What's his name? James Dolan doesn't have his freaking hand in the cookie jar. He's letting yeah. them. He's letting them do their own job. Yeah. Right. As he so, should. I mean, time will tell. Um, the Knicks right now, I don't really think they're, they're a joke. Be- can't even say Bing Bong anymore. Let's let's be let's be factual. I got the sweatshirt on right now, but they're a joke. <laughs> no, you're repping real, yeah. real hard right now with the New yeah. York stuff, right? Yeah, you know how I do. But <laughs> moving on to another trade rumor is uh, Ben Simmons and James Harden being swapped from the Nets. Um, and, and the 76ers. To the, to the Sixers, right? Yeah, so so far it's looking like the Nets are going to be the winner of this deal and are only going to have to give up James Harden and in return are going to get Ben Simmons and maybe Maxi and maybe a Seth Curry. So, Yeah, no, it's it's definitely interesting. A, I thought I read something that the Nets weren't going to trade Harden. but No, today they reported that. <coughs> they reported, they reported that. that. Yeah, that they were willing to look at offers, and them and the Sixers are talking. Wow, okay. So, I don't know. I feel like the situation with Ben Simmons right now in Philadelphia, he needs to leave. Um, that whole relationship there is deteriorating, but the Sixers are asking for a lot, so a lot of teams aren't willing to give up all that for a guy that he's good and you know he's a franchise player, but he didn't score at all in the, in the conference finals or the, or the divisional game. What he's was fat. that against against the uh, the Hawks? He didn't have. He's fat. Point. What do you mean? He's, he's fat, fat like me. Who are you talking about? James Harden? No, I'm talking about Ben Simmons. Oh, Ben Simmons. Yeah, he's trash. He's yeah, just sucks. Him and so I was watching some uh some videos. Him and Shaq, I guess, having beef. Shaq is talking shit on TV. I oh, saw that. I oh, saw. Sorry, that. sorry for swearing. You're good. You're good. You're good. He, uh, he don't be talking. Sorry. He was talking about him on TNT, and I guess Ben Simmons DM'd him and was a little upset that he was talking all that smack. But, I mean, with that play, he deserved it. I mean, you have no one to blame but yourself. You played like crap, and now you're mad that your coach is holding you accountable and the fans are mad at you and holding you accountable. I mean, like, Rob, it just goes to show, like, how different of a world we live in now with how some of the temperament of some of the athletes are. Yeah, I didn't want to call him soft because, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, their temperament is – Different now. A little bit of criticism. The guy, athletes. Guy goes, oh, I can't play anymore. Yeah, yeah uh, it's 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 whatever. a lot. It's a lot different than yeah, he, it was back then. He's gonna be just fine. He's he's yeah. gonna get another chance in the NBA. Uh, he's just chilling. But you got anything else you want to say about the trade deadline? No, that's it. I want to briefly about the MLB. About the sad situation in the MLB lockout. Okay, so let's transition towards the MLB lockout. So. Um, MLB is around the corner. Uh, two weeks away is supposed to be the pitchers and catchers start for everything. It ain't happening. And as of today, it looks like it is not going to be happening because nope, 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 of the nope, lockout nope. between the MLB and the MLPA, which is the MLB Players Association. They had a meeting uh, during the week, I want to say on Tuesday, and there was nothing that happened in that meeting that was positive. MLB was trying to look for a third-party mediator to try to fix the situation. And I read today that the MLB rejected that um, transaction. So it looks like they're in a stalemate right now. 
like old yeah, those owners are being stubborn rich billionaires who don't want to give i think it's messed up what they're fighting over they're really just fighting over money based it off is. of it is off of arbitration when they can come off of their rookie deal they're trying to make them pay the minor league players more which they absolutely which deserve they which they at least which they at least if they're not being paid more they're gonna they're trying to make them supply them with like housing and all this stuff, which they should. Cause I mean, I mean these single level guys, bro, yeah, these single level guys are making $30,000 a year and like they're struggling. Like, yeah, the top end guys in baseball make a lot of money, but the low end the guys, systems, yeah, there's not yeah, like they, don't they make, make anything. a whole lot. Right. It's so, not like the NFL where the minimum is 500 grand, whatever well, it's it is. It's a whole different dynamic in you know, MLB so. and, and the NFL. But I think that they need to just get over it. I mean, it's going to be a tough sad. year if there's no baseball. It's going to be sad. I feel like it sucks for New York sports, especially because the Mets are going to be good and the Yankees are going to be good. So yeah, it's no, going to be a fun year. So I'm, I'm and really no, hoping that they can figure it out. There's no not, trading. Um, they can't yeah, negotiate can't sign with for anybody. Agents, nothing. You can't do nothing. So right so, now the players are like doing their own thing, working out on their own. There can't really be much communication between the the coaching and the and the players. So, you know, like you were saying, it's it's a bunch of BS for why the reasoning it is what it it's is. It's all about but, the money. But if if the season's delayed. Um, I mean, it's going to suck because it's going to impact the whole season. No spring training. They're talking about just jumping right into regular season games. So you're talking about, oh, yeah, those first, you're 30, about, those first 30 yeah, games that, are going to be a wash. Like, There's yeah. going to be like, okay, is this, is this team bad or is this team shaking yeah. off the rust? You really yeah. don't I mean, know. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's the way I see it is like, yeah, there's an MLB lockout coming up, but don't forget, two years ago, pandemic right away with the MLB, they played like what sixty games, and it was it was a weird year, and I think another weird year is on the horizon for them, but we'll see. Um, I definitely enjoy talking about baseball and watching it, so we'll Me see. Too. We'll see. So hopefully, it it doesn't last that much longer. Right. Um, but with that being said, I think that is going to wrap up tonight's episode. Do you have anything else you have on your mind that you want to talk about before we wrap this one up? Um, shout out to the Americans right now who started the Winter Olympics today. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't remember where it is. Beijing, but Beijing, Beijing. Shout, yeah, shout out to them. Hopefully, they bring out all, all them gold medals back home. You know, do it for the USA. At the end of the day, yeah, we got prop. Yeah, at the end of the day, we got problems, but still our country, you know, represent, especially when we're versing other countries in sports and stuff. So, yeah, shout out to them. Cool. Yeah, cool. shout out to them. I would, I always thought I can be a uh, Olympic. Uh, what? Is, what is the? Uh, what is the winter game where they sweep the? Uh, the little disc thing. Yeah, they ah, sweep. Uh, I could have been an Olympic athlete. I swear, <laughs> I would have been in there sweeping that snow. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know the name. Oh, I was talking about it early today too. I can't, I'm mad at myself that I can't think That's of it. So funny. Um, but I think next week we're gonna do an episode, a little Super Bowl special preview. We'll talk about who we think is gonna win, outcome, score, all that fun stuff. So, wait, right? Super Bowl is next week, right? Or two? Weeks? Yes, next weekend. Yeah, next weekend. Super curling. Bowl. Oh yes, there it is. Curling. It's called curling. And then all the ice game stuff is too. Wow. Yeah. Winter Olympics. All right. So shout out to them. Um, I want to give a shout out to all of our sponsors. Yes. Uh Bonilla. Uh, sorry. Wonko Plumbing, Palomini Builders, uh, um, 
captured by rails <laughs> oh, oh um go ahead I, go ahead you got another I have sponsor one more thing too yeah so oh, the, new london, the new london no not a sponsor but the new london high school baseball program is holding a fundraiser february 26th uh from 5 to 8 p.m at the bird's eye cafe if, if anyone's local in town and wants to come and donate some money or can't donate money you can contact me and i can give you the steps to uh help get our boys some stuff because they definitely deserve some nice things and so we want to treat them right yeah. so if any anyone wants to do that feel free to contact either of us and we could uh point you in the right direction yeah i wish i could be there but it's uh it's a time where i'm not gonna i mean i, I don't live close enough anymore but yeah it's all right you guys are gonna do your thing down there so um, always just donate and not come. I, I could, I could just, I, you know, I will do that actually because yeah. I got to support you, you coaching over there at London uh, baseball. But I want to give a shout out to my students at the middle school that I work at over at Cameron. Yes. Uh, middle school. You guys, if you're going to be listening to this episode, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and with that being said, we will catch you guys on the next episode of the Bonilla Roundup. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you.